Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. Um, this is an unusual time for me to do a show, so I'll probably at the end of the show I'll probably say good night because I don't usually do it this early. But it's going to be a great show today, and um, we do have one of our hosts here today, which will be joining us, Willow Cross, and we have also Angela Record Campbell, and uh, she'll be talking about reviews and some other subjects right now. And uh, I, before we get the show going, because um, I'm going to let Angela talk after me, because then Willow and I, when we start talking, we just keep talking. So I think we'll, um, <laughs> I, I think we'll let Angela go first. So we're going to give her oh, time. No, it's, okay. Go, go also, ahead. <laughs> uh, okay. So and I'm going to talk about next week's show because it's an unusual time, but. Uh, before I do that, uh, I th- Willow's go- Willow and Jennifer Malone, right? They're going to take over on Tuesdays, and I'm going to come be- on Wednesdays. And uh, Virginia has Mondays, and uh, she's been doing a show on Sunday nights um, where she's on by herself talking, and then people can call in or otherwise, you know, um, she is doing some reviews online, uh, on the phone, actually, on Sunday night. Um and so that's what's been going on. And I I think I'm not forgetting anybody. Oh, yeah, Elizabeth Black, once a month. On, well, she may have more than that, but Elizabeth Black is going to do some uh, of her wonderful review, you know, her wonderful shows. She was doing some shows with me, but now she's going to do horror. And she's brought a lot of guests to the show with me, but now she's doing her own shows on Thursday. And uh, my show next week is at midnight, <laughs> which is um, – Eastern time and 11, but it's going to be a great show. Sammy Montana, he worked at Trancus Entertainment, and uh, who did Halloween, and um, I know him from when I was an agent, and he uh, we had some deals together, and he also is producing, directing, and he's doing some agenting. So he's going to be talking about that because I promised I'd be doing more shows on screenplays, and um, I have a new person coming on too that. Um, talking about horror and screenplays and we're going to have him on soon and um we're going to do some more of those shows because i think there's a lot of people there that uh, want to hear about screenwriting and uh, getting an agent and producing directing and uh, so that will be coming up in the future and it's going to be a great show today and uh it's kind of we're going to talk about a lot of subjects but um 
Angela can tell us who she is. She's been on before. So, Angela, hi, how are you? Well, yeah, since I've been on before, I shouldn't have to do the introduction. The introduction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you don't. Okay. <laughs> Angela is a reviewer. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, Willow. Willow, are you here? Willow's here. Willow's also going to ask some questions because Willow has questions. But uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> one thing before we. Uh, Angela has been reviewing, but she's also editing now, and um, she just did a book that she really enjoyed doing, and uh, it's Peggy Griswold's book, and Peggy will be on with us. Uh, it's on caregiving uh, for post-traumatic syndrome. So, I, I, Angela, you want to talk a little bit about that, and then we'll get on with the show. But I just, I don't want to not talk about that because it's such an important issue. It, it really is. Um, Peggy's book details her journey as a caregiver for her husband Bill, who is a combat war veteran, and he has been listed as 100% disabled by the VA. She has been given caregiver status for him, and because he he can't eat, he can't sleep, he can't function. You know, his body came home, but his mind never did. And this is this is her journey, and there are resources in the back for for other people who are dealing with it. Um, you know, if they're just if it's a soldier who's at a point where he's ready to get help, or if it's just a caregiver who really feels like they have no support system. At least this way, maybe with her story, she can reach somebody and let them know that they're not alone. And, you know, it's not all bad days. And is it, is, it, is the book out? Is system. the book out? I did. I looked for it. Is it out? Yes. It is. It is out. Um, okay. It is called No One Gets Left Behind. Okay. I thought I would look for it. Okay. No One Gets Left Behind. Okay. And uh, Peggy will be um, joining were, us on another show with you. I think we're going to have that soon. Right. Yeah, and we we're in the process of recovering it. Um, so I would recommend people to wait until after the first of December to get their copy. Um, not the Kindle copy, but if they get a print copy. Okay. So I uh, mean, you're changing the cover of it. Right. We saying? are because originally it just had a generic cover on it, mm-hmm. and. She, uh, Michael Joseph, is now gracing the cover and making it beautiful. Okay, I don't know. Oh, that's so that, you know, because Willow and I uh, have been known to change a few covers here and there of our books. Shall we say that Willow <laughs> that we've changed covers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what's his name? What's his, his name? Is Michael Joseph? Okay. He's an he's an he's an older man that's still very attractive. He makes the suit look wonderful. Okay, right. that's a good way to put that. Okay, very nice of you. See, see, that's a good way to put things. Okay, yes, but you know, sometimes age is a good thing. You know, so yeah, because getting a cover is really hard. I mean, you know, I know that's not part of what, what we were planning on talking about, but as you know, on my show, that's what happens. But the it truth just is. Happened. Yeah, no, the cover does matter. And Willow, do you want to talk a little bit about that, too? Because you know about this, too, with the covers, how we get. Well, I mean, it's just, it's it's really important to have something that's going to be eye-catching. Um, I've heard for many, many years now, um, if you have a book that's not selling, 
one of three things is wrong. You're either marketing inappropriately, the cover's wrong, or the board is off. And um, you need to beef up your marketing and, and try a cover change to start with. Um, I'm not, not saying that that book is not selling. I'm just saying. No, no, that's, that's what, what no, I've you're just saying what, what could be the reasons, but the cover, right, right, and right. Which is, it's, it's hard to a say. Good cover, yeah. Yeah. A good cover will will make or break a book. There are a lot of people, yeah, they, gonna, they always say, go ahead. Oh, no, go. <laughs> there's there's a lot of people who say don't judge a book by their cover, but everybody does. Yeah. They absolutely do. Um and, you know, you can have a great cover, but if it doesn't go with your story well, you're going to get knocks for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. going to be people that are mad yeah, I'll be the first to admit I mention it. Do you? So what what, what kind of cover uh, do you have on it now? What kind of cover? I mean, is it? It um, was just the generic green cover that Amazon puts on a self-published book. Uh-huh. Well, Amazon, you know, they don't, you still have to even, see, I, that's, I, I should bring this up. Okay, Amazon doesn't just put a cover on, though. You you have to pick it out, too. Do you know what I mean? You you can make your own cover, and uh, I think they, they are trying to get more, um, I, you know, because some of the, at the beginning, they didn't have any choices, but I think they might have more choices now. But they don't do it just to do it, though. I mean, I think that they... Um, you know, you have to pick out a cover. I mean, isn't that? I mean, well, that's through yeah. Kindle. They have, yeah. But they do also have a, a pre-selection of Generic, covers that are yeah. available. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this one, it it was green and just had the words on it. But yeah. because okay. originally her book started out as not a book that was meant for the masses, it's kind of blown up for her. Um, okay. This originally started out as just a place to bind all of her thoughts and, you know, her experiences together to for her friends and family so that they could more understand what her husband goes through and understand that it's not just because he's a jerk. Yeah. 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 It's a very serious, I mean, it, it is very A lot serious. of people do not understand PTSD. Yeah. And there's still so much, there's still so much of that, that, archaic thought process that it's not even real. I, I don't know how many people I've heard say that it's made up. And and oh, I have I have members of my family, um a son in law. Uh well he's an ex son in law now, came home with PTSD. He was in Afghanistan for two years. Um I have cousins galore and I've met many, many folks, many, many soldiers uh, female and male alike that suffer from this horrible, horrible thing. And I, it doesn't surprise me that it's blown up like that, her book, because that there are so many people who know somebody that has this disorder. Um, and, yeah, that was... And, go ahead. That no, was this actually is true. something Marcia and I were talking about yesterday. You yeah. know, I would I would almost be willing to guarantee that almost everyone knows someone with PTSD, whether they realize yeah. it or have been diagnosed yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have family members who have that. PTSD. You know, right. but like I like she and I were also talking yesterday. You know, part of the problem is there are there are some people who have PTSD and they fear the backlash of being diagnosed because right. then they become a liability at their current job or, you know, 
or then they're oh well people are going to think I'm crazy you know because it's not because it's not only a military disease right it's not only military other people if they have a traumatic thing that happens in their life right. and now they're diagnosed as post-traumatic right. because a, there are a lot of women a lot of battered women yes. who suffer from yes. PTSD there are a lot of children who are raised in households with lots of domestic violence that suffer from PTSD it is a very common yes, it is. thing now yes and for, you know there's sexual assault there's first responders you know it, the list goes on and on. Yeah, there are. I mean, it really does, and that's, you know, one of the things. So I think when we have that show, I think that's going to be a good show because we're going to discuss it, and, you know, uh, she'll be on the show naturally to discuss that. You know, I mean, nobody ever knows if they're going to become a caregiver or not. I mean, I was a caregiver for my mother. I There was not, we never, it wasn't, you, you just don't think you're going to be a caregiver sometimes, you know, and, with anything else, it's a very you have to be devoted because you're there all the time, right? And um, it, it's it's a very it's tough, but it's also rewarding in some respects because you at least know that how that person is being cared for, or you know, you're there for them, and you know that they're important to you. So I I think you know there's a lot of people that even have their parents in you know they're in like let's say they're in a, a nursing facility, but they go visit them every day or they, uh, you know, you have to be around. Sometimes you can't, you know, if, if somebody is, is really disabled sometimes and you can't lift them or help them if they're just so, some people just can't move at all. That's part of, you know, depression and, you know, their their bodies don't move. So I, sometimes it's hard for people to do this on their own. But there's so many different kinds. So I think that we will discuss that more when we're having the show and Peggy will be there and you know Willow you're welcome to join us too if you you know want on when we decide when that show is and um, anybody else who's listening to this you know I mean because I think it's a topic that um, is really important you know especially because it's not only military and but beside that the military there are so many that come home like this right and that's 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 such a horrible thing you know, finally they're happy that they come home, but then they find themselves not well. They can't live the life that they really wanted to after being in the military. So that's a tough thing. So we'll right. be interested in having her come on. And um, her book is on Amazon. And Is she on Smashwords or just Amazon? Um, I'm not sure. I think at the okay. moment she's just on Amazon because, like I said, we've been redoing it. Okay. All right, and Willow? Do you want to talk about your new book? Oh, Prince sure. Charming. Of course. Your turn. <laughs> sure. Remember we had that show that time about Prince Finding Miss, the Prince Charming? <laughs> we had a show on a Friday yeah. night. Uh, that show, uh, the Friday night show, I still miss that show kind of myself because when you did that show, we never knew what was going to happen on that show. <laughs> Such a bizarre Yeah. Show. It was a good show. No, it wasn't that the show that somebody came on and, did like a tarot card reading and told me that I would be finding my Prince Charming soon or he was going to find me or... Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. And she knew that, right. Well, so well, you wrote about... You can write about... <laughs> is there a Prince... So I had my screen... I had a screenplay called Prince Charming, and it was, you know, and that's... Because it was, you know, optioned several times because I think... 
even when we're little girls, I think now, even when little girls, they play with their Barbie, they're still looking for Prince Charming. It, that does not change, no matter how, you know, how many years it is or how the girls now. The only thing good now for the girls is they get themselves a good profession, and then, you know, they really try to be professional and get a good career. And then, then it's even tougher to find a Prince Charming because, uh, as we know, some men can't handle it when, Women are powerful, yeah. as we know. I, I, I have not, I have not brought my girls up that way. Um, my girls don't go looking for their knight in shining armor. I have taught them to pick up the sword and be the knight. Um, there you go. There you there's go. no point living in a world of disappointment, sister. <laughs> but anyhow, whatever happened to Prince Charming is is about a a 40-something-year-old author um, who finds herself single with two teenage kids at home that she's still trying to raise. And because she's a hermit, if anybody that, that knows anything about does this the right full time, we're hermits. We're at home all the time. Um, God, there's a lot of stereotypical things like we live in pajamas. True. We do. <laughs> yeah. We drink a lot of coffee. True. We do. <laughs> we drink a lot of alcohol. Some of us do. <laughs> I don't know that I drink tons. In case my doctor's listening, I probably don't drink very much. But um, <laughs> she she spends most of her time at home writing, and she finally decides she's tired of being alone, and she's going to embark on this quest to meet the perfect man for her. And, you know, she has some baggage because she was divorced and she's got to work through this baggage. And she she makes this online dating profile. And from day one, total chaos um, envelops her life with this online dating. And she learns a lot of very valuable lessons along the way. There's parts of it that... I, I know I wrote it, so I shouldn't toot my own horn, but there are parts <laughs> I can't even read out loud because I just laugh my butt off. Um, well, that, that means if you're laughing, then the people reading it will will laugh. Yeah. The same as when you're crying. And, cause as authors, we know how that can be. Sometimes you are touched yeah. by even what, your own, what you're writing. So if you're touching them laughing so, or crying, then hopefully they'll feel the same way. There's, so this there's is going on my blog, right? Oh, sure. I Listen, hey, I'll hook you up with a free copy if you want to review it for me. <laughs> I will totally put this on the blog. Now I have to read it. <laughs> I, will, I will totally hook you up. It's, I, I, it was really, it took me two years to write this this book, um, which is ridiculous. You thought it would be 200,000 words long, but it's not. Um, but it, it but just, that doesn't you know, matter. Time, life, life happens. Life is in there. Life. There was well, there was a lot of there were there are a lot of very emotional parts for me because there's a lot of myself in Karen. There's some in some of my own insecurities because you know I joke all the time about how I'm a fat chick and and I'm okay with it or I'd be on a diet. But there are some insecurities that come along with that from time to time. Do you hear? Sorry to interrupt. Do you hear noise or something? Do you hear something? That's banging, or is it just me? That sounds like typing, maybe. Does? 
No, it just it sounded like banging. It sounded like banging or something. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Hopefully they take that out. This is a live well, this show, so then sometimes. This isn't the paranormal hour, so let's not be having any weird stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's got, there's some, there's some tearjerker moments. I've had, there's been several ladies who've read it. It's not something for teenagers, so. You youngins that are out there in the dating world, you're, you're probably not going to find this too terribly interesting. Anybody that has children and has tried to date with children on, anybody that's ever dated online, one one date is going to get it, and they're going to be like, oh, thank God I quit dating after that one date. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, before I that met is- my husband, oh, the stories I could tell. Oh, I bet. You see, I wish I would have known you better then because I could have used someone to put in there. Angela does have a lot of stories. Yes, she does. She should be writing yeah, a notebook there. Right. No. Right. It's called Whatever Happened to Prince Charming, and it is should be everywhere by now. Um, it's $3.00. So, you, sorry you missed the introductory price, but it's $3 now. And um, I'm getting some great reviews on it. So, And I, and it's about to go to audio and maybe more, but I, I'm not allowed to talk about that yet. But my my voice actress um, who does all of my audio books has come up with a plan and she's in a Las Vegas studio like as we speak, like right now today working on the audio version that she's got she's going to try some extra things with so who knows what will happen to it could you do me a favor could you send me remember you were going to send me her uh just email to, you know Oh, email Adam? me her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah email me her name. Yeah, because I right because you know it is you know I love the audio books. I have them for all my childrens, but it's for childrens. It's very tough to sell, and uh, mm-hmm. because they want their book, their kids to read the books. But I want to do my uh, you know my Grand Central and some of the others, and um, it you know so I think it's time to do that. So yes, and you said you had a good one because sometimes you don't know, you know. Oh, and it's amazing. a lot of work. It's a lot she's of work. It, it's not yeah. This will be good. Uh, she, when I listen to her, because, you know, I have to go through when she's done and, and listen for edits, you know, to make sure there are no flaws or mistakes. It, it is like listening to her tell her own stories. She's just yeah, epic. That's good. It's important. Um, uh, she just blows my mind. We have a mutual admiration society. So. Well, yeah, because if you're having an audio book, and, you know, I've read audio books, and sometimes if I don't like the sound of their voice, I can't, it just really bothers me sometimes. And I know um, people have always said that for years, and I get it now. Because when you listen to an audio book, it does matter. The voice matters. Yeah. You know, so I you, it has to be. I can't stand audio books. You don't like them, really? I no, love them. I can't stand them. Yeah. See, some, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Because some people, that, that's one of the things with audio books. Some people really don't like them. You know, and they don't. Yeah, but I, I happen to like it. I've tried. I've tried a couple, <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily. You yeah. know, it wasn't the narrator's voice or anything that I could put my finger you on. You just don't like. It. I think yeah. it was. Well, I think I just got bored because they don't read as fast as I do. Yeah, oh I, yeah, yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are you a speed reader? Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. If you're a speed reader, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to talk about how many books I read, Willow. Well, hey, listen, I got a bunch if you got time. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, girl. (laughs) Hey, if you got the books, I got the time. (laughs) Let's let's talk about editing. I want to make sure we get to talk about editing. Okay, let's do that. That is like the most most important thing that is, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, having an editor is the most important thing an author can do, having a good editor. Let's preface that. But you know, too many authors now think they don't need one. Yeah. Oh, boy. They do. Or they, you know, I think it matters. Other authors, you don't need one. Okay, but now, so are you, you so you said you you will do con, content because there is a difference, you know, and so uh, some people really do need content because they tend to, you know, um, put the same thing in twice or three, you know, and so it is difficult for an editor. So or you um, forget, or if it's an uncommon name, you forget how you spelled your character's name. I've seen that recently. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. I don't, I don't know. I know why that is because when we're writing, we see it a certain way. And so, if you have a name, sometimes it just. I, I know that does. That's a big thing. That that's a really problem for a lot of people. And also, having names the same. With like, I, I do that a lot. Like if it's, um, I'll use a, a, something like Grace, and then I'll, or I'll use like Jacob, and then I'll use Jake. I can't help it. I don't know. You see these people when you start to write a certain way. And so then some people tend to put too many of the same, you know, like letter. It just works out like Jack. I mean, it comes, I don't know why that is, but a lot of people do end up writing characters with not the same name exactly, but then it's similar. Oh, no, I'm talking like it's the same name exactly. They just spelled it differently. Yeah, I know. I I have done that. You mean like Stephen or another name like that? I I think Michael can be both. Yeah, like for instance, if you have Stephen and first it's a V and then, you know, later on it's a PH. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 With me, it's homonyms. I'm I'm horrible with homonyms. I'm terrible. (laughs) Terrible. And and that's why I have to have an, uh, an editor because I don't want to peek over my peak. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> I, I, def- I, I, I need an editor. There's no doubt I need an editor. And, you know, um, if it, you know, I have, I you know, you I have to admit. I keep hearing everybody it, say I need an editor, but nobody talks to me. Imagine that. Well, you know, because I think, you know, now we're talking about that because a lot of times, and I think it's a good thing when a reviewer becomes an editor, because, if they can, you know, because they can help where sometimes you just don't, as an author, sometimes you just don't see it, you know. Uh, and I know Willow does takes her time like I do. I have no idea how people can write so fast. Like, I I thought I'd finished this, a short story that I was working on. That was, like, months ago, and I still am on it because I, I add new characters, I change things, and I go over and over again because I really have to know about my characters. And I think some people, I don't know how they write that fast, but they do. But sometimes maybe they shouldn't write that fast because I think they don't really get to know the character. Sometimes you don't realize something about a character for a while. You know, and it, it doesn't hit you I as think an author. I, part of part of what you could be running into, Angela, with with 
new clientele is it when like me, my editor's been my editor for so long, I can't even imagine not having her edit. That would just kind of freak me out. I, I'm not good with change anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like horrified. Oh my God, what do I do now? Um, and I think a lot of us, when we find when we find somebody, yeah, we just that's stick true. with them. You know what this I mean? Is true. Um, oh but, yeah. But there's a lot of new people. Oh my gosh! Every time I turn around, I see a new author out there I'd never heard of before. Um, that you could totally, totally, and we need to give your information. What? Are, how does yeah, contact Angela, information? Angela, is there any type? Is there is there a type of book you want to um, edit and review more than others? Because we were discussing this, uh, you know, at an earlier date. You know? Well, okay, but for but now my edits and my reviews. It's, you know, it all comes from me. You know, I don't contract out to anyone, but those right. are totally different. You know, my no, edit, right, I know they I are, but right, that's what anything. we want. I want to tell people so they don't, so they can hear that what you because they're different. You know, no, my my edits. You know, as far as I'm concerned, that's work. If it comes my way and I can work with the person, then it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a newspaper ad for all I care. Okay. But my but my reviews, um, you know, I'm still I'm still taking all reviews. Just some are a little harder for me to get to right now. Um, just because if I'm burnt out on the subject, I'm not going to review the book just because that's not fair to the author. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, some people that's will totally only review certain books, and that's you know. That that does become a problem, you know, but you don't know that. So I think it's being fair, you know, to say you might not want to review it rather than review it and not enjoy it because you're just sick of it, you know, because it, it matters, you know. It, the reviewer, if the reviewer doesn't really want to review your book, then they really shouldn't review it, you know, because it, it's like reviewing something that if, if you already have a preconceived notion of what you're, you don't, like if you don't want to, uh, review a horror book because a lot of people say that mm-hmm. and certainly when I had clients that were scriptwriters, a lot of when what they would say you know when I call production I was like no horror no this no that you know and there were some that would say no horror no romance no comedy no sci-fi I go like well what do you want no historical you know, <laughs> what are they, they reading they, then well, they want they wanted you know really at the time they wanted something for like a Judd Apatow movie because they knew that movie would make money. But Judd Apatow didn't know his movies would make money till they made the money. You know, I mean, you can't know. You know, you can't always know. That's the thing. People want sure things, and that's one of the problems in the writing. You know, give someone a shot. You know, just because you don't know their name doesn't mean they haven't written a good book. So that's the problem. If you see a book that has one reviewer or a couple, just read the book. That doesn't mean the book isn't good. I mean, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, I have a young adult that I edited that's like that. It's only got a couple of reviews, mainly because it hasn't been marketed. Yeah. But, you know, but for, for and, it, and it's really hard to put that, put that particular book into a box, though, because it's written on an adult level, but it's more of a young adult book. See, and, and that's so the thing, really when they put it on anywhere. Amazon, though, when you put it on Amazon, you have to put it somewhere in a genre, and it may not be getting to the right genre, people. 
That's the pro- that's yeah. a huge problem. You yes, know, because keywords are a thing. Yeah. And what I've heard is we were talking about this a few weeks ago that sometimes if somebody reads your book uh, that looks for a certain keyword, sometimes your book gets like put into that category of that keyword and that was just one time that somebody read it that looked for that keyword. And so it is difficult for people to figure out what works. And you can right. change it. You can change the genre where it is, but it's very hard to figure out where it fits. I think it's difficult on the young adult for, like you're saying now, and if it's just fiction or what, you know, somebody was talking about levels. You know, like I heard somebody talk about what level is this for children, and this is a difficult thing to put it in a certain, because some people, you know, can read it at a different level, and that's what happens on Amazon. You're not sure, and it goes into the wrong place. Right. Yeah. Which well, and Amazon categorizes things. Uh, people people that are self-published um, have a little more difficulty categorizing their books than what people who are working with publishers get. The new adult category is really difficult yeah, to pick very. new adult when you're self-published. Um, I have emailed and emailed and emailed and the Dark Gift series is is a new adult series. It's not YA, but it's not adult either. And um, we still don't have it in there. Yeah. You know, it's and, and, yeah. and it's been out for, what, nine years now? I don't even know. It's a long time. <laughs> I actually went to a seminar uh, last Friday that was from, they're not associated exactly with Amazon, but they make a lot of money on Amazon, and they have a program where they come out and, you know, they, they, they would talk for two and a half hours, and they didn't really want questions. But in the room was filled, and then after that, then if you liked it, then you can sign up for a different program. But the, the three hours were free. And one of the things they said, this is how to sell products on Amazon. And um, unfortunately, seven it's only 7% for books that they were talking about. And, so, and they also said something that really, Amazon likes to make money. So don't try to, if you put a product on, or even your own book, if you put it on and it's too cheap, Amazon would rather sell the expensive ones and put them ahead of, if that's one of the problems. We're all trying, like 99 cents, I mean, and then people are complaining it's too much money. So I think that someday, I hope, it will change where they won't be giving all the books free and 99 cents. And the, it only stays at a certain level if it's 99 cents or free for a certain amount of time. Then it goes right back down. If you give it free, it's up that day, and then it goes down. And they keep the algorithms keep changing it. And a lot of people don't realize that, that Amazon is not the only place to sell books. There's Barnes & Noble. There's Kobo. And if you put your book on Smashwords, that goes to Apple and Walmart, everywhere. See, Amazon is just Amazon, and we all think that Amazon is the place to go, and everybody hears that. But that doesn't mean you're going to sell as many books as you can because you might be able to get a better reach if you put it on a different places. Well, but at the same time, there's a lot of authors now 
that they are not even open to you reviewing for them if you don't review on Amazon. Well, they so Amazon has taken a lot of people off of Amazon that shouldn't be. As they they took the, exactly. some reviewers out, and this is ridiculous. But they were really that's what they did reviews. They you know, and they weren't just friends writing reviews. So I don't know how that's going to change because it's a big problem now because a lot of people are can't put their reviews on Amazon. Yeah, like for instance, I can't. But you're not the only one. I mean, there's a lot of people that are reviewers that can't. So where do you put your reviews then so people will know? Um, I put mine on my blog, which uh-huh. and then they get pushed out to my personal Facebook, my Facebook fan page, Google+, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Twitter, um, and then I also put them on Goodreads. See, I think that maybe, you know, this is just a suggestion – that if you can get them in on Barnes and Noble and Kobo, I think that you'll help your authors more, because actually, after all these years, my love changes sells a lot on at Barnes and Noble and not on Amazon, and there aren't any reviews there because everybody puts the reviews on Amazon and in other places. So. I, maybe you can just do that because maybe that will start the ball rolling that maybe we'll see that people will be putting them on Barnes & Noble and Kobo. Kobo sells a lot of books. Yeah, I have some that I have on Barnes & Noble just a lot of the time. Honestly, I, I'm not even going to lie. I forget. It's hard enough for me to remember to go to Goodreads. I know. See, I, I, because that's yeah, the good. only one that my blog won't push automatically, and I schedule yeah. a lot of my posts. Yeah. What do you, what do you good think read. about Goodreads? Seriously, because I don't I, like I have it. my own. <laughs> I don't like I it. I have my I, own opinion. I, Most people know what my opinion of that is. Yeah, mine too. You, you know, my, I'm going to say my opinion is I don't like it at all because I think I get on Goodreads and I go, and I've said this a million times. I go on it and I go off of it. I can't. It's too. It's doesn't make sense to me to have people say that they're maybe going to read my book in 20 years and I, and they'll never read it. So I don't understand why why that is the way it is. I don't know why. I don't. I don't really. really Goodreads is from is from Amazon. Goodreads is great as a cataloging system. It is great to you know find new books or to be able to recommend books far and wide. Um, you know, I don't. I don't use a lot of the Goodreads services. Um, I don't join the groups. You know, it's not my second Facebook for books, if you will. You know, uh-huh. but I think, but I think it is good. Like for instance, I have a couple of people who follow the things I read. Um, you know, it's good for me to be able to let them know what am I reading now. Um, yeah. No, I know, know a lot but, of people it like is, it, and I have a lot of friends on there. But and, and I'm on there. But if I if somebody would like to contact me and they want to handle my Goodreads account, I'll be happy to pay them because I cannot go in there. <laughs> I, you know, Willow, you know, I mean, how do you it, feel about that, Willow? I mean, you know that. How do you feel about that? I stay off of it. I don't go yeah, on okay. it. I, I hardly ever because I, yeah. there is a troll system throughout Goodreads. I've seen it with other people. It finally hit me my, myself um, I where I've been given a two-star rating on a book that I haven't released yet. And it's like, okay, come on, dude. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> 
if you read oh, you it, you've seen that. You seen you that? Oh, you saw that? You got cool. But I haven't wow. even written the damn book yet. Oops, sorry. That's for the question. Sure. Well, <laughs> it is. It is a lot different for an author. You know, I'll be the first to admit that because I mean, I've I've actually yeah. heard that before. You know, about the the trolls on Goodreads. You know, for the most part, I I stay in my little corner, so I don't I don't really experience that. Um, you know, like I said, for me, I use it more as a book manager. Mhm. I bet it yeah. works nicely for that. It, it I does. Bet, I bet it works you know, well I don't. For that. Yeah, for you, I think I think it does sound for you. Right. For you, it sounds very nice. But when you go on there, and I think newer authors that go on there, they just go, "Oh my God!" I mean, it's it's well, they get eviscerated. It's too much. If the troll trying to cross them, they get eviscerated. And I've seen too many. Oh yeah, I've seen too many people. uh, I I don't know. I I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's just folks that feel bad about themselves, so they want to make somebody else feel bad, or what it is. But I've watched reviews go from good critical reviews, and listen, I've had some good, really good critical reviews. I, I just got one the other day that somebody had left a review on Amazon for me that said um, this book was a about birthright. It was a really great first try, but you could tell that that the author was very new. It's my very first book ever, and it's and it's my biggest thorn in my side because um, she was dead on correct. I keep thinking I should go back and redo it, but at this point, I just want to move forward. <laughs> Quit worrying about yeah, I think I, right. I think you know I think I there's mean? a danger. I, I think there's a danger in there. You know, um, there was nothing to be angry about. Yeah. It, she was absolutely 100% correct in what she said. Those kind of reviews are great, and everybody needs them. I, I tell my my beta readers and my proofreaders when I send something out. I don't want you blowing smoke up my butt. I want you to tell me yeah. what you think about it. Tell me the truth. If you hate it, yeah. if there's parts of it where you're yawning, you're thinking, oh, my God, is this never going to end? I need you to tell me because if you don't tell me the truth, I'm not going to put out a good product. Right. right. But then the flip side of that is when these people get on and all of a sudden it's personal. I, what's her name? Molly? Molly somebody. Well, I, I think that, yeah. That they were ripping into her because of her weight. Well, since at what point in the universe did how much, exactly, how fast you are has nothing to do with whether or not you can tell a good story. Well, this is not a weigh-in. This is not like Weight Watchers. Exactly. It's a weigh-in. Jeez. And, and I've seen them tear into to folks about their families and make it really? very personal, make personal oh, things. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I've seen um, that too. I just, you know, that's why I stay off of good reads because yeah. I, from an author's standpoint, the advice I always give other authors is we do not respond to reviews. We do not respond to reviews. We do not respond to reviews. If you're listening right now and you're an author, you do not respond to a review other than saying thank you very much and have a wonderful day. I appreciate your time. That's it. Well, I have a, I have a question. Well, however, however, <laughs> there there is the time which – Sometimes you have to because when you do, uh, like Angela, I, I talked to her about this. When someone writes a nonfiction book, and this is about <laughs> someone's life, and the person that reads the book thinks you they didn't like what the person did or wants to change what the person did, they have to keep in mind that the author is writing 
the story, the way, like when I did my sale up, all the reviews are really good. There's, I think, one because she didn't like something about sale up, but that has nothing to do with me. I wrote it as she tells, she still, when she tells her story about the Holocaust, that's what she, that happened. So when it's a nonfiction book, I think people have to realize that it, it's what it is. If you don't well, want the truth the about time, someone's life, go ahead, say what you're going to say, because you just did one, you know. Well, there, you know, but at the same time, there's a big difference. You know, I see what Willow's saying about you never respond to reviews, but there's yeah. a big difference between offering clarification and joining in a shame war with a troll. Right, right, right. right. That's true. That's right. True. I would not do right. that. I you would know, not I've, do I've that. One of, one of my funniest reviews was, was, I don't even remember which book it was on now, but they said I had a sixth grade vocabulary. And I, I just, I laughed, I laughed my butt off when they said, when I read that, because my daughter was in high school at the time, she was a senior, and she refused to read my book because, and I'm not saying my daughter's stupid or anything, so don't anybody take me wrong, she's a very smart little girl, <laughs> but she refused to read my book because I used too many big words. So clearly I had over a sixth grade vocabulary, there was a bit of an exaggeration there. Um, you know, just, just... Things like that, it's those little snippets. Of I think the comments, right, when you write comments like that, you, just, you know. Um, you can't respond to them because if you do, you're only going to make yourself look bad. I could have gone on oh, there and told that story, and it would have yeah. turned into a big fight. And then the yeah. people who love me, I have readers that are diehard fans that absolutely love me. I could probably write a pile of crap, and they would still like it because they like me. I would never do and that. Those to people them are going to go rabid for you. Yes. And well, I, yeah, I, I think you shouldn't get in a war. A war. You should never yeah. get in a war with any of this. You know, and, you know, I, I, people, I've had Jack Remick on my show, and he has a wonderful blog, you know, Jack and, Bob, uh, Jack and Bob's blog, and he's helped a lot, tons of people. He's an excellent author, and a, he's just great. So, anyway, he, uh, he, this is his thing about reviews. If someone gives you a bad review, you're not going to do the book again. So the, well, that's what I'm saying to you, Willow. Don't do that. You can't do the book again. That's it. it. The book is done. So when someone gives you a bad review, just move on. Because oh, he doesn't no, read I'm, his reviews. But I you know, when well, you just start out. But, Look, uh, but when I, I wrote know. 10 years ago, right? How many years ago did you write it? It was like 10 years ago. Okay. I mean, so I've, 10 years, I've, we all change. I've, grown leaps and bounds yes. as a writer yeah. since then and, and have learned so much. And, and it does bother me, not not that I get bad reviews on it from time to time, it's when people say, which book should I start with first? I kind of cringe a little because I have to tell them to read yeah. Birthright. Yeah. And I still get good reviews on it, too. There are people who just love that story. The story's good. The writing is not anywhere close to on par of what I'm capable of putting out right now, and I know that. But okay, I also well, I have don't have the you. What's that? Okay, I've seen a lot of authors here lately that are going back and revamping old books. What is it for you and for you, Marsha, that make a book worth going back and doing, quote-unquote, a redo? Well, I, I'll tell you exactly for me. Okay, uh I'll use an example. I uh, wrote a script, and I, when I sent it to a producer, uh, they liked it, and they wanted a couple things different. So what I did was I changed the whole damn thing. 
because that is me, okay? I have an issue that, no, because, you know, when I write a story, I change things, and that's why the more I go through it, then I'll change it, and it'll be a completely different story. So for me, it would be ridiculous. Uh, I just don't. I, I try to move on. I mean, I've written things and taken off things and, you know, that if I didn't like it, and um, there's, that's just the way it is. It's just a book, and you wrote it, and you just move on. I mean, I you know, going back, I don't know if the some sometimes you can get right back into it because I can. Once you go back in, I think Willow will probably agree. You get into the character, but you may change it then. And I don't know that I I have done that with love changes. I changed the ending because it was a screenplay first, and then uh, I I felt I needed to change the ending. It wasn't a happy ending in the screenplay, and so I changed. And that was a long time ago. And then I changed it, and now it sells because it's a, it's a, it worked out the ending. So an author can do that because the what I've learned is people really don't like an unhappy ending. They want some. Um, it wasn't that unhappy. I felt that the character would grow later, but they didn't want. I, I felt I needed to change it, so I did that. So I will. What about you? What would warrant a redo for any of my books? Yeah, well, Angela is saying, why wouldn't you? Angela asked why. No, I said, what is it about a particular story that makes it worth a redo? Well, worth a redo. Okay. Well, here's, I'll just use this prime example. Um, Jennifer Malone Wright and KB Miller and I wrote Fairy Tales. Um, which is uh, coming close to being out from underneath contract, right? So mm-hmm. that's going to get a redo. It's going to get a revamp because we're going to be republishing it at ourselves instead of um, with the publisher when it's out from under contract. Um, what what warrants the redo is, well, we're about to work on Very Tell 2 anyhow. We have to go through it so that we remember what the heck we wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has this problem. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm reading my I book now. Book, I, read, I, I read it. I yeah. everything I wrote in the, in the books before. So In a series. Um, in a series. You want to make sure. In, in right. a series, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to. But come January, I have to finish Legacy, so I have to read the whole Dark Gift series again. Yeah. Yep. So that I would get everything right for that. Um but that's why it would warrant a redo because we're about to, to, well, I say about to, we're talking several months here before this is going to happen. But when uh, when it's out for under contract, it, it'll be republished and yeah. for just us. And then the second one will be coming out. So that's why it would warrant a redo because we have to go through it anyhow. As far as my other stuff, um, you know, I know what will get a redo, a higher calling because, I'm going to, instead of, originally I, I had published the Higher Calling and Paladin as separate, and there was going to be five of them, um, five different novellas. And, I, you know, I got tired of being griped at. Nobody wants to pay 99 cents for a novella. Um, that makes them mad. So I my the answer to that is fine. You can pay me three dollars for a full-length novel. That's 
Well, you know, know, I just saw one today. I just actually been looking. I've been looking. I've been looking at that. I just saw one today. It's forty-five pages, and I was just looking, you know, at random, and it's two ninety-nine. And um, so I think that you know uh, something along the way got crazy, okay? Because uh, a book was a lot of these books are fifteen dollars, twenty dollars when they were in paperback, whatever. So the Kindle came out, and you know, and all the readers. And everybody does want it for free, but the writer does have to make something, and Amazon you has to be able to pay your bills. That's, that's and what it's a lot insane. of people don't understand. Yeah, they, it's they, crazy. I, it's and insane. I've heard people say, well, why don't you go get a day job like everybody else? Well, that's um, not a good answer. Okay. That's not, that's not so, anything. That's horrible. Well, my, my answer to that would be this, it, for the person who said that to me. To my face, which is pretty brave, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she's a relative. Or she might have been picking herself up off the floor. Um, just, just saying, not promoting violence either. So, anyhow, she. Sure, we are. She's, okay, Angela, you're supposed to have my back here. <laughs> the, the, the point is this why should I go work full time making real good money? Which, you know, I was working full time for. for a while there, doing actual journalism, getting paid for it. Um, why should I go work that hard and put in all that time at work and then come home and put a whole bunch of time in working hard, writing again, so that I can give you, someone I don't know, the material to read? You don't ask the artist to come and paint murals all over your house. Yeah, and I think that you're I not going to pay them. And I had someone I on my I'm show. Just that ballsy. I had someone on What's my show that? say, "Go ahead, Angela." Oh, I said I do, but I'm just that ballsy. <laughs> See, you know, I had someone on my show say something, and I did mention it last week. They say that okay. If it's 99 cents or whatever, they say, oh, we don't want to spend that. And then somebody said, well, you go to Starbucks or to get coffee somewhere, and you spend much more than that. Why wouldn't you want to spend even 99 cents? Right. You will spend a dollar, what is it, a dollar thirty for a crappy McDouble? No offense, McDonald's. But, you know, crap. No, it's it's more than that. I just the regular coffee is like two thirty-five or two forty. Oh, Willow, you're and gonna stop because you... I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I'm in Chicago. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. It's like two fifty or something for I'm, just. A, I'm not getting paid to say this, but I'm gonna yeah. say this just in case. If okay. y'all haven't been to Burger King and got that Bacon King yet, you need to run right over there because I'm <laughs> telling you, that is the burger to beat all burgers in my butt. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I know. Sorry. That is like heaven, heaven in a wrapper. Isn't it amazing? See, but, you know, and that's, see, yeah. that's the thing. You know, when you're selling things, I should say this. This is what, the, this is what they said. When you sell on Amazon, you you can sell not I'm not talking just books I'm saying they sell they say pick objects that you think will sell and that's what makes money Amazon makes money well, let's put it that way they do yeah you know well, but I mean for me I'm not uh, I'm not even gonna lie you know the market is so saturated right now why am I gonna pay ninety nine cents for a novella. Whenever you know, I can pay ninety nine cents for a box set and get twenty five stories. Right, See, but that's right. Yeah, well, I, or, I don't, or you know, I, I don't know. Five hundred I mean, free novels. Yeah, exactly. Right, you know. But that's what you I mean, may I not sell as much. It, but, but you, you may if you sell something for two ninety nine. You know, if you sell one, 
that would be like you're selling four of another book. That's 99 cents. Yes, but that's why it's really important for authors. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you're a new author, you've been doing this for a long time, to continuously grow your reader bases. People like Angela are strategic to growing your reader base. You yeah. need bloggers. This whole I just read an article the other day about how blogs are obsolete and blog reviewers are obsolete. Oh, no, they're not. People are still reading blog yeah. reviews. And every time a reviewer reads your book and likes it and tells other people, that's yeah. an opportunity that um, is. for you to grow that, that reader base. Because the fact of the matter is Facebook with their algorithms, Amazon with their algorithms, Twitter's even got their own algorithms now. Everything is making it more and more difficult for us to market and promote the way that we used to. Those days of being able to put a Facebook post on and having everybody on your friends list seeing it are gone. They don't see it, right. It's not going to happen. You know, Um, it's not. You can can buy into their little trick of paying for posts and then – 5,000 people in Taiwan who will never buy and read your book will see it, and that's it. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, could, you know, but honestly, but honestly let me just say something, but honestly, you know, I put the shows on, you can spend 2 or $3, and, you know, I, there are thousands of people that, that read those, okay? And, you know, like something like, okay, if you're on, like, our show, The World of Ink, you know, it, you may not, this is a live show, then it goes archive, but... It goes all over the place because we put it everywhere, Virginia and I. But beside that, that we have other friends that share it. And more importantly than anything, when people go into Blog Talk Radio, they if they're looking for shows, they constantly see like the book or the name. So that is great exposure. It may not get you sales, but when they come on a show, and that's why we Virginia and I have always said if they want to advertise their books, we want them to and pay a small amount to be on our blog, our, our, not blog, it's the Blog Talk um, radio show page with you know two Willow, because people do scan that. They may not listen to the show, but they well, do scan it. Well, it goes into that psychology of selling. Um, yeah. I, I'm not, let me try to remember here the exact words because I know somebody will send me a crucifying email if I screw it up. Um, <laughs> so something, something along the lines of, a, of a, a human being has to see something a certain amount of times, I believe right, it's yeah, like seven yeah. or eight times. Seven or eight times, I think they say. It is no longer new to them, and then they can they suddenly they know it. They feel like they know it. So the more they yeah. see it, the more they know it, and yeah. and the more it becomes a branded item in their mind, and the more apt they are to trust the person selling that item. Um, and it's all part of that that psychology of sales. By the way, if you guys those of you that are, because I know we have mostly authors that listen, you need to get out there and get some books on marketing and promotion. Learn the psychology of sales so that you're not pedaling backwards on your bike um, or trying to swim in quicksand. Because a lot of things that you do count for nothing and you can spend hours doing things that aren't going to help you at all. Or you can spend minutes a day doing things that are going to help you tremendously. 
Okay, and, um, now as long as we have Angela on the show, Angela, tell us what you think, in your opinion, an author can do. Because we want to hear it from a reviewer that to make our books better and to sell. What would you tell people okay, well, first if they come off, to you? Willow, mm-hmm. I have a message for you, though. What's that? <laughs> Whoever told you that bloggers are obsolete, tell them they need to tell that to my 600 subscribers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I disagree with that greatly because I still love to read blogs. I love yeah. to read blogs. I, I, I go on blogs. Yes, I do. And I add stuff. And we have a blog. And I have a lot of different blogs. And that reaches a lot of people. I think it does. You know, just whenever you said that, I kind of was having a moment. So I actually went and counted up. Angela, what's your blog? Angela, so we don't forget, what's your blog? It's addictedtoreviews.wordpress.com. Because when oh, you my click on you, I love you that. can go on your Facebook page and see that, you know, because you can find you on that's, you know, because you, yeah, you I, know. I, and I, see the thing is because you are a reviewer, it matters a lot to us what you're saying now because it a lot of people are reviewers but they're also authors so they're worried so much about putting their stuff out they don't, you know, but you're just reviewing so it's really important to hear from someone that's just a reviewer and doing it because they like to read and are enjoying this. Wouldn't you agree, Willow, on that? It's different. It's a big difference. Oh, yeah, and it's, and it's important. It's, it's like I said, people like Angela who do what she does is how you grow your reader base. Right. That, exactly. is, that is the bare bones of growing a reader base. And yeah. if you if we don't have people like her, we're screwed because right. as things keep changing in social media and whatnot, um, when you're trying to use that to market and promote everything, yep. it's not going to work. It's not working. What works is expanding that reader base one reader at a time, and that doesn't yes, show and, and much. And on that same note, the fact that people are just looking at Amazon is not enough. Because they have to look at other things. I'm going to, I am actually going to be starting to do that on using the link to Barnes & Noble and using the other links. And um, like with Angela's page, that's what I'm going to start doing because people, they, they will find books. If you're on Amazon, you're looking like a needle in the haystack and you don't even know where to begin. To find, right. you know, there's so much going on there, and it's not even specialized where you can find. You can look at a genre, but if you're going to look through a hundred pages, you're not going to do that. Nobody's going to do that, and it's very hard to get in the first couple of pages. So yeah. I think, you well, know, I think that that's important for why people need reviewers and bloggers to see the work. Well, you know, and another thing is, it's really important for the authors to tell their reviewers. You know, and I mean that for the reviewers, not for the people who buy the book, because obviously you can't control what they say. Right. But your reviewers, you need to make it clear to them, if you you plot out the book in your review, nobody's going to read that book. You're not going to generate any sales for that author. Well, you you know, but but sometimes I'll just say, you know, like I've had the choice. Someone would say to me, "Do you, if it's a bad review, do you still want us to review it and put it on there?" I go, "Absolutely, <laughs> just put it on. It's your opinion." Well, so, yeah, you know, but what she's I have, talking luckily, about I, it are luckily, the I haven't gotten that. You know, I haven't gotten that many, but 
if no, somebody I'm doesn't like it, it's okay. They want to tell you the whole entire book in their reviews. Yes. Well, I they know do, that they, they do, do that. They do like books for dummies. <laughs> By the well, yeah, I just, and reading the review, you don't need to read your story. You know everything that's going to happen and all that. You know what, though? There are several good reviewers that do that. And I, I have mentioned it to a few of them. There are, And I personally know that I would not I don't I myself don't like a real really long review I really don't I like someone to just say fine it's a good book read it or whatever and it's in their right genre you know and you'll enjoy it or whatever but I don't want a whole story because I you're right we wrote the story already we know it <laughs> that's it we we know what we wrote well no I'm talking about the the reviewers who put it out there for other re, for other people to see not necessarily coming to you with it but if you're oh. plotting, if you're going through the whole book event by event why am I then going to go buy that book yeah. you already told me everything I'm going to read well, I know that. We're giving That's away why. plot twists. Well, right, which is oh, one I reason Exactly, which is one reason you why know, I'm like you just my have show to talk about the book. No, well, it's that. Willow, because Willow, are you saying do you want when people come out like when people come on a Willow show or like my show or whatever, we talk about the book for what you know, for, and we just try to get them out there. But if you, there is a danger in talking about the book too much. The people, like you're saying, though, if you talk too much about it on the show, you you don't get someone to buy the book. No, they, a lot Marcy, of people are misunderstanding me. No, what no, I'm, I'm just adding that. Is so. your reviewers? Like the pe- okay, whenever you send out your advanced reader copies, uh-huh. your reviewers, some of them will, some of them, you know, do a review, hey, the book was great, the writing was excellent, you know, this is what it made me feel, go read the book. Those are fantastic. But if I see a review where they're going to go through the significant events in the book or, you know, the different turning points in the book, Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, telling me what that exact moment made them feel. I'm mm-hmm. not going to then go read the book because I already know everything that's going to happen. There's no reason for me to read it. Right. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, though, but some reviewers like to do that. And you can't, you don't really have it. You don't really have the option of that. Because sometimes if somebody reads your book, I mean, Willow, wouldn't you agree? They put the review on. You can't say you wrote too much, you wrote too little. You just leave it. Right? I mean, well, yeah, you don't have any choice. Well, what we're saying collectively, Angela and I, is that it's not a good idea to do that to an author because it does hurt sales. Yeah, I agree. But they it's still not do a good it. Idea. But they still do it. Especially do if it. you're giving out plot twists. I'll tell you, that, that makes me angry when somebody gives away a plot twist because I work very hard at making those surprising i want that to be a surprise and then go oh, i didn't see that coming so well, when course. i spend that much how, time working on that and well, what can you do if they story, do that to you what can you do if they do you that do? To you? you just smile pretty right, and exactly on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no because angela you might be someone that they can talk to but a lot of times you don't ever get to you don't well i i personally i don't send you know i don't um do beta readers or things like that i just don't like it and um, I do the book and send it out and get it, you know, it's done. And then I put it out and then whatever happens, happens. And I mean, basically they like the book, so I haven't had a problem with that. Oh, but wow. I don't tell them anything at all because well, I think it's up to them. for a suspense author, though. 
For what? For for a suspense author, you know, or someone who does have more of the the who done it type book. You know, if somebody tells me who done it in the review, um, I'm not even gonna bother. But that's a bad thing, right? With scripts, right? And that's the thing. That's the thing when people do like a log line for a script. It, the log line and the synopsis is like a paragraph, and you have to make them in Hollywood or whoever, New York producing, you want to make them like it, but you can't really give it away. I mean, that's the fun of reading something is finding out for yourself, but this we can't always, you know, the when especially with a review, you're right, with the whodunit, that's bad. Yeah, it's really bad, but I don't know what a person can do when they've already written the review. I don't know. You know, I've seen really some isn't. authors now. Seen some authors now that whenever, whenever they're putting out their their review calls, they will mm-hmm. actually put in there that, you know, for instance, it must go on Amazon. Um, if any plot lines are revealed, you will not be given another ARC. Oh, well, well, see, I don't. Smart. I don't give any rules for anybody. I, I, see, honestly, I, I don't. Just, I've been writing for 20 years. I would never tell anybody. I really don't tell them what to do. I don't know. Willow, do you? I mean, I've never done that. I, I don't tell them what to do, but if it's if it's a review that is too revealing, I just don't promote that review. I mean, people are going to run across right, it. Right, right, because when I it's mean? on Amazon, you can't take it off. There's nothing right. you can There's do. there's nothing I can do. And I appreciate I don't want to sound like I'm an ungrateful person i appreciate every review well that's why it's i do too so i don't say anything and i don't even know some of the people and that's when i like it i don't i i like when i don't know who's reviewing my book yes yeah, and see and that is where i do have more freedom than the two of you because i've chosen not to write books so for the most part i can say whatever i want no right but that's why i like to have a reviewer on because i like to hear what your opinion is because we as writers you know i think which is the name of my show is a good story is a good story is to write the best we can do at the time and if it you know if we don't like it then we can it's the option yes you can now with digital you can redo it it was different years ago but right now you can redo it you can just take it off and it's over but Amazon, unfortunately, will not take certain things off. So you're kind of stuck Actually, now. your reviewers, you know, but the thing is, okay, even on Amazon, your reviewers do have the option to edit or delete that review. But how do you get – you? I, sometimes you don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. I have no idea. Willow, do you? I don't know who my reviewers are. Some of them, I have no idea who they are. They just have a name, but I don't know who they are. Yeah. And you can't I'm get sure them off because be, I'm sure there's a way you could contact them, but then that would break the whole "do not respond to a review" law. No, they sometimes you no, can't right, because I, I have know. I have asked people when I've done a service or something, can I thank them? And they go, "No, we're not giving you the names," and I respect that. So, but it, it, that's not a good review. You know, I wanted to say thank you very much, but they don't want you to. So, I Amazon does restrict you on that. I know you cannot you can't even take a book out if you redo it. That's why you know, I've had a hard time when I've rev- changed my books. You can't they don't let you take anything off because of the yeah, the market. Yeah, you know, and like I like I said, that does make it a lot more Oh, it's horrible. The tight wire for the two of you, you oh, know, yeah, because, because you do have to be so careful because you are in the public eye of the Internet. You know, it's it's no different than a movie star in the paparazzi. You know, there's right. always somebody watching to see how you're how you're handling yourself. But I, you know, after all these years, 
I just kind of hope I write the best story I can, and I hope they like my work, and I appreciate when I am so happy when they read it, like Willow feels, that I'm happy. That's all. I mean, good or bad, I'm happy when someone reads it, you know, and knows that my story yeah. exists. And so I and have Marcia, never you read... asked me a question like five minutes ago, and we, we went off on a tangent. I honestly don't remember what the question was. Well, that could be anything on my show. <laughs> that could be, yeah, it was no. something to do with reviewing. But I, I, that's why I like to hear from you because I like to hear from you especially because you don't write books. And I think Willow likes that too, which is why I wanted her to come on because it's so much better to hear what you think than someone that's an author. We have different opinions. And that's why I like to have just a reviewer. And it makes it – we like to hear what you say because I think it makes oh, – Willow so wouldn't you agree? Willow, wouldn't you agree? Because I know what Willow, I know Willow for years. We know, you know, because I know the things she likes and she doesn't. And we're, we are both authors, I can talk for her, that are happy when people read our work. Very happy. Oh, yeah. 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 Because it's they hard. Don't like it, I'm thankful they took the time to at least try it, you know. I mean, <laughs> right. to get somebody to take time out of their very busy schedule, and read something, even if they yeah. don't, you know, especially if they don't like it. That's, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I, I have a question for Angela, which has nothing to do with her being, um, and everything to do with her being an editor. Because, <laughs> because I was, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a jerk, that's why. Angela, do you find, because I've found myself doing this and I'm not an editor, that reading Facebook posts have become painful for you? <laughs> no, actually, because I'm able to compartmentalize, I guess, better than some people. Um, you know, because even in my own Facebook posts, like if I'm if I'm having a business conversation with someone, then I am a lot more conscious of how I write um, or how I text. But but if I'm you know if I'm on just on Facebook, you know, I'm talking amongst friends, and so I'm probably going to write it how I say it. So there there are some that are painful, but for the most part, no. You know what drives me crazy? These these posts where uh, the one in particular, and I can, I can remember it because it drove me nuts, was <laughs> it starts out with with a broken heart and tears in my eyes, and then goes into something that makes no damn sense whatsoever, and wants you to repost it for cancer. And no, I, I know. These, yeah, these, yeah. They're so poorly constructed that I'm just like really. I don't know why they do that really? because you know because most of the people that I I know are very charitable, and when we've had shows on different subjects, they've you know um, liked it or whatever and things like that. Because no, right? I mean, there's a there is there are a lot of people out there that with big hearts. So it's not like that people are mean out there, you know, and I think the people. I have decided that the next time I see it go through, instead of sharing it, I am going to edit the stupid thing and go ahead and share <laughs> it so that it's, yeah. I may hit you up, Angela, and say, make sure this is right. Because <laughs> there were the causes for all my stars and sparkles. See, and I, I won't. English. See, that's probably why that one hasn't hurt my eyes yet, because if it's one of those share posts, I don't even look at it. I move on. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and if that makes me a jerk, then okay. But you know, if it's not, if it, if you want me to share it, it better have a book in there somewhere. Well, I, I share, I do share a lot of stuff, and I do like a lot of stuff because I really think, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it does help people, and um, so I do it. But I I wish they might share a lot more because it doesn't happen like it did. Like um, over the last six or seven years since I've been on Facebook and having shows, I realized that a lot of people, they don't share, and that's why they don't see people's posts. And it's really kind of sad because if you're putting your – your work out there it would be nice if somebody instead of just we appreciate the likes but if you do the share i say this all the time the share gets to your friends and that, that's what really makes it nice it's like a round round okay well it's then nice. marcia the next time tag me in something okay i share the things but, i share all your work i share willows we, you know willow shares we do this a lot virginia and i do that a lot we do this for people yeah, on our if, shows if i see it if i see it in his book related i'll share it so, yeah, Willow, if yeah, you're going to edit and then send me that cancer post, make sure yeah. you tag your – you put your book on the end of it. That way I'll share it. <laughs> yeah. I don't put my – you know, I, I share a lot of the shows a lot. That's what I do, you know, because I do, you know, and I am an author, and I appreciate all the hard work everybody does. But I also, like today, like to have somebody that's reviewing. I like to hear what you say. And because we we as authors need reviews, and we do. We just, I mean, that's, we need reviews, and a lot of times when we don't have them, which we're getting yeah, back to where we started, it's pretty hard. It's hard. It, it's it, hard. It goes back to the number one, the number one best way to sell anything is word of mouth. Yeah. Um, if you can write yeah, a Yeah, like all of my it, editing, for the most part, I don't advertise my editing. It's all word of mouth. It's the best way. Right. It's the best way to make money. Is yeah, I think, you, you know, and I think that's what other people yeah. Like so much that they tell other people about, and the next thing you know, you make money. Um, and and that's the same way with with books. You right, know? So I think uh, is there, are there any last words to say? No, Willow, you are doing a party soon, right? Aren't you in a party? <laughs> You're at a party. Oh no, it got canceled. Oh, it did. Okay. Well, that's another thing. That's another thing. The parties get the parties don't do what they did years ago because that's how I met you, Willow, with Lady Amber. You were having a party with her, and it was such a big thing years ago. But I don't know that. I think a lot of people don't do as much as they did before. Yeah, I'll I'll be the first to admit. Like I'll mark it as going, uh, but for the you know, but I'll mark it as going just so that other people can see it. For the most part, I don't. I just don't have the time to attend the parties anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's happened. Remember, Willow, how successful those were? Those were very successful and a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, but, but then that's that's back oh, Marcia, I remembered your question. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Okay. You were asking me what, what I felt was the important marketing strategies for an author as a reviewer. Yes. Okay, yes. Um, if you have a series, it it might kill you in the short term but I would recommend making that first book free and then market the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, whether it's Insta freebie, whether it's, you know, all over Facebook, what have you, because that's honestly the way some of the authors that I review for now, that's honestly the way that I found them. Yeah. Um, You know, doing these big, these big, everybody's going to give away a book for free thing, those, for the most part, I'll – 
if it looks interesting, I'll download the book, but I can't guarantee you I'm ever going to read it. Well, see, that's, um, I know. Well, see, that's see. This is right because the free because we've all done because especially when you're on the Amazon KDP program, you get you get a, a like five five free days below or something like that. Five, I think. Yeah. And you do that, and then your numbers really change, and then after that, it doesn't. But I do think when you have a series, yeah, I, you know, giving it free a lot of times works. Well, just the first one, though, you know, because yeah, with, right. with that, you can hook them. Right, right. You hope. You, you know, hope. but like these, like I've seen a lot recently, um, you know, where it's like in the spirit of Halloween, there's one right now where you can get, um, and I'll talk about this one because it ended yesterday. <laughs> you can get <laughs> like 50, 50 um, horror and paranormal books for free. And it's from various authors. But the thing is, you know, I might go and download them because for the moment they're free, and a couple of them I may go back and read. But yeah, I, I've done part, a lot of free books. I'm going to totally I've forget those. Yeah, but I think it's a, it's not a bad thing to do the free because you know I have books too that I've gotten, and eventually I do get to reading them. You know, um, so I think that's a good thing. But you know, I mean, you know, like marketing, we're gonna we're gonna be ending soon. But the marketing is a huge issue for people, and. Um, I'm always looking for people that do good marketing services, but, you know, it's very difficult. We do it, you know, Virginia does a good job. You know, uh, I don't market, you know, for World of Ink, Virginia does. Um, but I I think that people that have good packages that are not that expensive, I think that's the way to, for people to go now because it's very hard to do it yourself because you, you have to, you're not going anywhere. You have to get other people to see things, and that's you know, I, rec- I would recommend to any author, get you a small group of dedicated reviewers and just to build off of that, um, you know, because there there's too many authors that just put a call out to random people every time they put out a new book. You know, I would recommend get you, getting you just a dedicated team of reviewers because as, you know, as much as there are bloggers everywhere at the same time, you know, just because they have a blog doesn't automatically mean they're, that your book is going to make it there. Um, I, I remember years ago that they used to do, and, I, and they still do it, I, you know. I think, I well, you might remember this too. There were a lot of people, I actually had a show like that, and uh, there were four or five people that really did a good job with that, and then they put your books out. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Like they used to, they you paid a certain price, like 10 or $15, and then, you could be on their blog. And I think that was a good idea. I don't see as many as there were years ago. There's a lot of people that aren't around anymore that really did some good marketing. You know, um, uh, I, well, I use Amber Garcia and, and Jennifer, Amber and Jennifer, I use it because I know them and they do, I, I they actually do what they say they're going to do. Uh, but a lot of them don't. Uh, um, I've said this. Yeah, more, and yeah, I would they also don't do throw, it. Um, yeah. Leah from Fierce and Fab and Avril Stepowski in there as well. You know, both of them are also really good. But, yep. you know, just now there's there's also that reviewer self-entitlement going on. What's it? Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and other, that, yeah. that has just, you know, it, it's starting to kill what, to a point, is already a declining market. 
What what you mean you asking other people to review for you? No. Um it's, no, the the reviewers thinking that, you know, the the author should give them something for nothing. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I, a big thing with that is people wanting print copies. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why they don't understand that that, I mean, that costs us money. We have to purchase yeah. the book. We have right. to pay for the shipping. So in all intents and purposes, at that point, we're paying for a review. And I'm not okay with paying for reviews. I know well, Virginia and I did uh, an online service. We did one that we paid for a review. Uh, both of us did it. And um, it was not a great experience for either of us. I won't say the name because I never say the name of, the, of who we don't use. But, we, you know, and it was they had us sending books, you know, because both of us, Virginia and I, try a lot of things. That's how I learn, you know, what's good and not. But Virginia and I did it, and I, uh, we sent our books to, like, uh, different places, and it cost us money to send the books mm-hmm. out, and they never gave reviews. So neither of us have um, PR. Because Virginia and I are very generous that way. We will rev- we talk about people a lot on our shows, but we don't say the ones that we don't use. But we both had the same experience, and it was not a good one because we were sending books out, and that costs money to, you know, like uh, we I think we did one to Australia even, and that was a lot of money, and they never sent the reviews. So they want, the, like wow. what Willow's saying is, they want free books, and that's old already. If they, if they won't take, and there are, I know there are some reviewers, and I know some very well, that won't take uh, an online book. But you know what? Mostly they're going to have to take online books because, you know, uh, sending them a book, that's just not right. It costs a lot. It does. It. Even if you – UPS is like $12, and, you know, if you send it to through a mail, it's still 5 6 7 $8, and to get nothing, and you don't even know if they got the book. Yeah. They don't even and say that, they got the book. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess I guess that's where, you know, my hackles would be raised a little bit. Like, I, I – would I just actually would not have that person review for me then? Um, well, right, of you know, course you don't. That's why. That's exactly right. But you, but you're, you know who you are. But like what Willow and I were saying before is, we don't always know some of these people. So, and especially even on the parties. That's exactly why I wouldn't send them a print book. Right. You know, if I don't, you, even right. if you send them a print book, it's not a guarantee that they're going to review it. They could just have a free book. But right, you a know, lot but, of people. Well, I mean, we, that's happened. That's happened. To me, and I'm sure you know, but now oh, there's. See, I don't even, I don't even give, like, I I know now Angela's a, a blog reviewer and stuff. Yeah. So I have no problem giving you any of my books if you want to read. Right, them. I gave her my books too. I, I sent her. I don't right, I sent her books too. Right. I don't even give away ebooks for review anymore. Yeah. Unless I'm the one contacting the reviewer, because I've yeah. had too too many people contact me. And I'm not talking like 50. I'm talking hundreds of people contacting well, me saying, I'm a reviewer and I'd really like to review this book. Do you mind? Well, sure, yeah, take it. I never yeah. got a review. Yeah. And that's stealing. In my book, if you remember all the parties, review, though, Remember all the parties you, when, we, when you did do the parties that people would get, you know, you'd give copies of books and things like that, and they never reviewed uh-huh. them. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that's one of the reasons. Well, no, because the they consider be- those gifts, so they don't feel inclined to do so. Right, right. 
I and you don't even know if they ever got the book sometimes. And, you know, so now they, a lot has changed since then. But is there any oh, last minute? if you didn't minute? hear about it, then I guarantee they got the book. Because if, if yeah. they didn't no, get it, know, you can guarantee I know. you will hear about mine. it. I know, I get that, but and that's the thing, you know, we know that's going to happen, you know, so, but, you know, over the years, you know, already, and I, that's why you want to, you know, when people do review my book, I don't know, I mean, I kind of like that, because either they bought it, you know, usually they buy it then, you know, and so that really does make you feel good, you know, when you get a good review from someone, you have no idea who it is, it really does, I, I, I think... I mean, I love it. It's great. And certainly when somebody starts talking about your characters in a good way, you really like that as an author. Because, uh, you know, it's to me, characters are so important in a book. You know, it's not just only the story. It's the characters for me. So I think, you know, I think we've gotten a lot of things. Are there any last words here, uh, Willow? Go by whatever happened to Prince Charming. <laughs> It doesn't hey, crack you up, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's good when people read that book. And, you know, actually, uh, My Grand Central Station, that's a romantic comedy also. And I think with things the way they are in this world, it's nice to uh, and laugh a little. I think it's a good thing. Laughing is good. You know, um, which could be why I do this show. <laughs> we just have fun, and that's it. You know, nothing too serious <laughs> because, you know, we like to have a, a, an hour or so of fun. Uh, Angela, what would you like to say? Um, first off, Willow, I accept that challenge. Um, oh. <laughs> and this will be live on Facebook, right? What's that? That's so said this will be live on Facebook as you eat that hat, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay. I, I thought you two might. I but, thought you two um, would enjoy. I thought you two would be good for you. Would like each other. The two of you <laughs> would be a, a good friendship my, here. My blog is addictedtoreviews.wordpress.com, and I can also be reached on Facebook. Well, pretty much all the time because I have no life. So there you go. <laughs> well, this is my, this is the problem. It's a good way to describe it. You know, this, this is your this is the life. You know what? We really that's the thing. That's how much we're all involved in this. It's not just something we just kind of do for a minute. This is something we live with our every day. And that's, you know, oh, yeah. important. I, mean, I, I live on the computer from the time that I wake up until the time I go to bed. Most of the time my family fends for themselves, but love, luckily they love me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both for being on the show. And, Willow, I think you'll be having a show soon, maybe. Um, we're going into yeah, December. Next, uh, no, next well, we're in November Tuesday, now. I, but. I think next Tuesday is our next show. Is Writers Cafe with myself and Jennifer Mullen Wright. Um, we're going to talking. We're going to be talking about. You said you didn't understand how people get books out that fast. That's what we're going to be talking about: time management and getting the work done and getting it out, um, along with many other things. But that was I know. Our main topic, it's always so. a good show, and Jennifer's a you know now she was always a good guest. Now she's a good host. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Well, she loves this, too. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing. You know, we love this. That's why we do this, because we really, you know, I don't think I could, you know, the salary, I think I need a raise. <laughs> Salary's not a good one, <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> All 
Thank you all for saying well, but it's a lot of fun, right? I love this. <laughs> all right, anyway, all right, um, thank you both. And we will, and Peggy will be on our show soon, and uh, we will be talking about post-traumatic because it's really important, post-traumatic syndrome. And um, I hope she does well with her book. And uh, thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next Wednesday night. Or that'll, you'll probably listen to me on demand because it's going to be very late. So if you're up late, though, I'm... <laughs> I did a show with Jennifer once at that time. I really liked it. I like doing a late show. I'm up, so it's you know it's kind of fun. I mean, there are people <laughs> up late. We just me. my bedtime. Right. <laughs> well, I think it's actually a good thing because people, you know, they're tired of watching TV. They're tired of being on the internet, so you know they kind of don't want to go to sleep. All right. So good night. I mean, good good after, it's afternoon. It's only two thirty. Oh my god. <laughs> I said I knew I was going to say goodnight because it's always like 9 o'clock. All right. Thank you both very much. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>